Welcome to another episode of Three Men and a War Game. I'm Paul, and, and I don't know. I we're not doing that, so my flow is off. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" I don't know. And, I don't know. That's the problem. It, hey, this spotter. <laughs> we. It's like we haven't done this in a while. Well, it's also like we normally. I normally have to say that, and then you know, since you know, we kind of decided that's going to be the the full-ons and we're out of chops tonight yep yep um, we're this is a special two-man episode that's right with the with the other distractible guys yeah um yeah so yeah we're we're without chops but since we're without chops we're going to have a very fun conversation um about stuff that chops doesn't necessarily play yeah so in true adhd fashion we are recording the an episode about uh, Atomic Mass Games is mini extravaganza that they did like a month ago <laughs> for yeah. Star Wars Legion. But on the upside, in that episode, in the last episode, you did say there was going to be a part two. Part and this D. is technically part two. This is part D. Cool. So yeah, they had a lot of cool things to talk about uh, for Star Wars Legion. So there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff coming down the pipe. Um, so they they kind of started off with uh, the what's basically Final uh, Fantasy Flight's last and final kind of uh, pushes that they've done purely on their own without Atomic Mass Game involved. So uh, this the, the upcoming releases that we'll get next are the their swan song, I guess. So let me let me ask you again who who developed these minis? Asmodee <laughs> uh, Fantasy Flight. I don't know. <laughs> what did I say? Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy Flight. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to make sure we all heard you well. <laughs> Square Enix made these, damn it. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, so these are this is the last round of stuff that that before it got kicked over to AMG. Um, yeah, I guess exclusive, right? So that's kind of fun seeing. Uh, and I guess they also said it was the end of the Kashyyyk themed yes. stuff for for the uh uh not civil war gosh what is it called the, the battle of Ka- yeah the battle of chic in the uh in the yeah the clone wars there we go <laughs> did you literally did you literally forget clone what clone wars apparently i did and i just I am called coming it the into Great your home war. and taking all of your star wars stuff oh god that was terrible what is wrong it with was. me and it's not like i don't talk about star wars all the time I know. But I do kind of like that. I called it the Great War. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is the Great War? <laughs> the only thing I could think of at that point. Oh, jeez. Oh, All right. So let's get so, started. <laughs> now that we're on the Great War, what? Uh, let's, let's talk about the internet service provider that they uh, showed us. The internet service provider. The infantry support platform. platform <laughs> uh AKA that. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a uh, it's going to be an Armor Three uh, hover bike uh, that basically that we're getting. The cool thing that I thought was the coolest about this, um, you know, so it's got a, it's like a weapon platform like any of the other tanks out there. But the cool thing is is that they actually had to go to Lucasfilm and ask special permission to make some of the weapon options for this uh for this tank like they just didn't exist in canon before yeah uh, I, so we- I like that right like they had to make sure that the design was right and because it's not yeah like you said 
doesn't exist, so there was nothing to kind of base it off of, and they had to go over to Lucasfilm and make sure that they felt that it was Star Warsy enough. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. Um, so it gets you know four weapon options, just like most tanks do. Uh, I think the coolest thing is they've got the twin beam cannons, which are like the bubble cannons that you get on the freaking troop tra- flying troop transports that you see in all throughout Clone Wars. Yep. Uh, that is really cool to me that they've adapt- uh, adapted that and thrown it onto this tank. Um, so I, I'm excited to get this for my for my clone force. It's uh, I believe it also also potentially can interact with uh, fire support as well too. So yeah, it, there's yeah, a pilot op- there's and a pilot option that can do it. Yeah, it's the it's the pilot option, and mm-hmm. it's I mean that's a pretty huge uh, win for that for that uh, for the internet service provider, right? Because that. <laughs> That really that really ties into the fact that it is a infantry support platform, right? So yep. it's it's there to support the infantry, so it makes sense that you would be able to do that. Yeah. So I mean, and again, it's only a five point upgrade too for that pilot, so it's not very expensive. Um, I, I think I mean, it's it's, great. it's it's base sixty five, right? Base sixty five. One Correct. weapon is forty. The other weapon, all the weapons are forty. Yes, they're all. All the options are forty. That's correct. So it all depends, and I think it only gets one extra weapon option um, that you can put onto it. So you'll have your your basic D, uh, blaster rifle that's on it, and then you get one heavy weapon option. Um, so and then again, it just depends on how you want to you know, load out your 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 dice load essentially uh, for these right. things. And it's, and it's got a pretty good uh, representation or, or mm-hmm. variety of stuff, right? Because even though all, all the heavy weapons are fixed front, um, which is nice because then you can still have the D5 blaster rifles, which can fire from, I don't see anything fixed front on it, right? So it can fire behind it if needs to. But I mean, you got a six black, a, a, a two red, two white that has the beam. So you're hitting up to three units. Which is really yep. good if you're playing droids, right? Because they're all kind of right. clumped together. Um, and then you got your missile pods, which are you know, longer range because they're two to four, but they're they're four red and impact two. So that can be that can pretty be pretty helpful against that uh, uh, CIS tank. Yeah, the, and the nice thing about these things uh, too, the twin blaster and the twin missile pods both have gunslinger on it as well too. So which will allow you to make another attack uh, at a different target. Yeah, I like I like that. That's I mean that's that's pretty awesome, right? Because that's showing that that ability to to react quickly and you know that that high training. And since you're you have such low amounts of of units in a Republic Army, um, you have to show that that good training somewhere, you know, and, and all that that high point value. Agree. Yeah. So so that's that one. The Separatists got the other one. I'm, I'm let's what what are you calling this one? Uh, I don't, I don't know that I had anything good for, for this one because it's, and it's an NPR tank though. I do know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this, this, this is the tanks that if you're familiar with, uh, episode two, uh, no, sorry. Episode three, uh, with the, the battle of Kashyyyk, this is the one that comes up out of the ocean that all the, uh, the droids are uh, driving and the Wookiees bl- right on to blow up. So this is the separatist NR dash N nine, nine. Um, this one's gonna have got uh, you can have built-in AI protocols uh, with it. They've got three new AI cards for it, uh, which can completely change the play style of this tank, which I think is really cool. 
Yeah, I like I like that as a as a thought as a as a design as a design process, right? Like I to me that shows that if if this is truly coming all from uh, Final Fantasy Flight games, <laughs> uh, it sh- to me that kind of shows how far they were coming as developers to kind of right. think of of this type of stuff. Because I mean, Fantasy Flight was always quite good at having things be thematic, uh, but they they still never quite felt fully developed as as developers um so i i feel like this was a, a major step up for them but it, it it's, it's kind of sad that they kind of hit that um you know growth spurt and then it was taken away from them yeah asmodee kind of really kicked them in the shins on that one yeah well you gotta if you're selling the company you gotta do that right so oh lame yeah. So the, the the cool thing I think about this one from another thematic standpoint is the weak points on this tank is the sides, which is really funny because if you watch the movie, the Wookiees put the thermal detonators on the sides of the tank to blow it up, which I yep. thought was really cool and thematic, keeping with imagery from the movies. Uh, so just a just a really cool uh, you know add in and tie into the movies. Really enjoyed that. Uh, and this is a transport. So now the droids have, a tra- uh, I think, another transport option because I think their big tank already is a transport if, it, if I don't remember, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, I, I'll i be honest with you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, play droids, so I'm not sure. Yeah, and I've only played against them a few times. And honestly, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody use anything that's a transport as a transport. Right. But then again, yeah, I guess I have fairly limited... Uh, um, Legion experience compared. Yeah, we play we play too many games to have uh, that kind of level of experience. Well, Legion's kind of up there with something that I play far more frequently, and I've kind of tailored tapered back a lot of stuff. So I don't even know that I can legitimately say that anymore. Right. So, um, but yeah, so that was that was the end of the 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 la- the upcoming waves of products that are coming out. Um. So everything from this point forward on is future stuff. Uh, and so the next wave of product that is coming out is something you and Kevin have been asking for, kind of, sort of, uh, not so much exactly what you wanted, but we're getting mercenaries. Yes. Um, in, in the form of the crime syndicate and their official faction name is going to be called the shadow collective. No, which I, I like the name. I still, you know, I, I'm always very hesitant with the concept of mercs in games. Right. Um, no, I know. So I like them. You know, I I don't love it, uh, but it is what it is. And if they don't do a zero the hut, I'm going to be extremely disappointed at some point, um, because they should totally do a zero the hut. Well, um, the only the only named com- character that they have announced so far for the crime syndicate is we will be getting the Clone Wars era Darth Maul. Yeah, which is which is pretty cool because that pushes them forward a few years and gets them yep. out of the, you know, well probably metal leg era and a lot more mad. Um, yeah, so I mean that, this that'll is, be interesting to see be, the design of that. Yeah, this is going to be post, uh, you know, um, oh god, what's her name, the the leader of the Night Sisters, oh, Mother Talzin. Yeah, Mother Talzin. So this is going to be like post Mother Talzin fixing his legs. Um, yep. kind of era. So he's going to have two weapon loadouts. Uh, one comes with the dark saber as well as his one handed red bladed, uh, lightsaber. And then he can also get his traditional double bladed lightsaber. 
depending on what loadout you take from a weapons perspective depends on what role he takes on the battlefield, which I think is really cool because that can open up completely different options. I'm assuming the double-bladed lightsaber version is going to be the operative version, and I'm going to say that the darksaber version is going to be like a commander version. That's just well, my speculation. No, I mean, that makes sense, right? Because when he had the darksaber, he's going to he be was in, commanding he was Mandalorians, and that's more of what... Uh, this faction is right. It's mostly the Mandalorian. Well, so it's going to be a, it's going to be right now. We know it's comprised of three different organizations. We have the Death Watch, uh, Mandalorians. Uh, then we also have the Pikes and the Black Sun Syndicate. Uh, we don't know what factions any of these will work for outside of the Pikes. And the only faction we know the Pikes will work for is CIS because there was a battle report that they did uh, as part of the Mini Stravaganza where I think uh, Michael Plummer took uh pikes in his cis army um so right. that's the only one we know of all the cards that they showed had the faction logos covered up so they would not show us those things of course not right so um but the cool thing is is that in the boxes that you'll get with the pikes and the black sun their lieutenant model also will work as your commander model as well too so you don't have to buy an extra pike an extra black sun commander model so you can have one of you know those units and you're already getting your commander model in it that you can take to run a Black Suns led Shadow Collective if you want to take if you want to run that, right. which is cool. Yeah, no, I mean that's a that's a that's a good approach to it. I like that. I I support that. Um, yep. I just my issue is I I'm okay with them as their own faction. Um, if you start slotting them into other factions, then it kind of bugs me. Yeah, and I, and I know Schick was saying that the reason why they went this route, because they were initially going to look at it as its own faction, but they decided to do it this way because it allows it creates a new rule set within the game that allows them to do other things in the future by going this direction with the with the crime syndicate. So I have faith in Schick. Um, you know, I've been playing his games for a long time. So I trust them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold faith with them until we see what those future things are happening in the future. See, that's that's my problem is that my least favorite things about War Machine were how Mercs affected the game. Yeah, see, and I liked it because I was a Signar player, and that was like what how I had to play. Yeah, see, I just don't I just don't like. I mean, at that point, why have any kind of faction identity? I mean, that was so. The thing is, and this is gonna go off in a tangent, but to just. Signard, that was their thing. They were the most, you know, uh, they had the most money out of all the Iron Kingdoms. And so they would pay mercs to do stuff because of the fact they had the money. And so their own soldiers didn't have to do it. So it was within the fluff of Signard because they were so rich. So that's why I liked it. It was thematic. Yeah, I don't know. My, I mean, gameplay wise, I just, I just don't feel like if you're going to have a, um, faction identity but you can just plug in those holes or those gaps why bother having a faction identity and i get that I, what i'm looking at this is for is in, in terms of like maybe you know from a from a, th a theme standpoint you know the the republic is is strung out and they you know they need some support but they're blocked off by something and so you know the pikes have a local chapter here and they've gone in and just paid money to the help you know fill out so they can survive whatever's going on like if you're right. looking at that's that's the way i look at it plus the other cool thing is is that 
with this new crime syndicate shadow collective coming forward, they are now reevaluating the current bounty hunters in the game. So Boba, Bosk, and Cad Bane are all going to get new cards that are going to allow them to slot in as bounty hunters, which I think is really cool as well too. And, and a interesting way to take and give new life to existing characters and, and models in the game that they already have without having to basically change and disrupt anything. So I thought that was really cool as well too. So now maybe, you know, you might be able to get Bosk thrown into your Republic army, which there was already an episode of like that in the Clone Wars with Ahsoka all with Bosk on the the Trandoshan planet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, fluff wise, it makes sense. And I get that. But my, my issue is more gameplay wise. And again, the experience through War Machine um, of plugging those weak spots. Yeah. No, I understand that. So it's just, it's just never been my favorite thing. And, uh, kind of, kind of, kind of breaks my heart a little bit to see it coming into into Legion. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with it if, as long as what they're going in the future is going to be, you know, that they can build off of this mechanic, um, is you know going to be worthwhile. So, right. I, I, I'm holding faith. We'll see what he ha- what he brings. Uh, well, so, good. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's that. Yeah, that's it, right? Like, what is what is it going to be? What is it going to? I mean, it's still speculative at this point, right? Like, right. Because we don't. We're we solely don't... going on what we know of War Machine and what they said, which is not very much, right? So, right. Because I mean, they're they're talking about stuff that you know right now is not slated to come out until you know twenty twenty two at some point in time, and you know with COVID and all these shipping issues and everything, who knows when they're actually going to be coming out. So, you know, we may not see stuff until closer to 2023 if, you know, things go south, which I'm hoping that they don't. Yeah, I mean, that would that would suck. Um, But, you know, we'll see. Uh, I do. I like I said, I do. I do like some of the ideas. I don't love all of them. But again, that's fine. That's fine. Yep. I'll survive. Yeah, so, <coughs> it's it's still Star Wars. I'll play. Right, exactly. So Star Wars is still life. So we're good. So the next thing that they're bringing in, um, and they're bringing this these next thing into as a way to help breathe uh, new life into the game uh, in terms of bringing new players in. Uh, so Ooh, hold on before you before you go on to that, um, card packs for points and rules updates. Oh yeah, let's talk so, about that because that's been a major sticking point of mine. Right, so they yeah they did say that they are working on uh, some updated rules, updated card points for for it, and they will be releasing individual card packs for them. Uh, I know on the stream they said so the stream was back in September, um, so they were hoping to have them out maybe late by November. That's what they're hoping their latest target date was for them. It's a it's a pretty big deal, right? Because uh, Final Fantasy Flight Games was very adamant that they weren't going to do that. Right. I mean, um, and they even talked about some of these will completely change uh, how how units or characters work in the game. Like, just right. completely change their, their their whole role in the game. Um, they have shown Vader. I guess Vader was shown in the one of the streams with the battle report. Um, and he's now got Compel on him for infantry units, which is f- going to be fantastic for Vader. Right, uh, it so makes sense. I'm, 
Yeah, I'm super excited. And, and I think it's, and I believe they were talking big Vader, commander Vader, not operative Vader. Because uh, I actually think Operative Vader is perfect. I I, I really like Operative Vader. Yeah, it's command, um, Commander Vader is definitely the one that needs some uh, yeah some work as far as where they're where where he fits in and what he does. Yep, um, I agree. I, I I also hope I know we've had this discussion before, and I always felt like Operative Luke was not in a great spot either. But uh, agree. Um, yeah, but I was and comparatively, like compared to his dad, yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I, you know, that's that's just kind of that. Um, but yeah, so it'll be nice to see what some of those changes are. I'm willing to bet the Wookies are are in those as well. But I, I feel like this is this is definitely one of the benefits of having a a minis minded mm-hmm. group taking care of it, uh, because I feel like Fantasy Flight Games was always so concerned about the you know they're 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 a board game company, and so I think they always felt bad, or they felt like it was not a great idea to go and change things because you know if you completely changed everything on a board gamer, that would really suck. Right. Um, so I think they always kind of stayed away from that. But you know, it's it's a miniatures game, and and we're far more used to those patches. Yep. Um, and especially far more, more willing to accept them and and work with them and and you know have them have them turn out well. Yeah, I mean, especially in the the age of technology that we're in now, like it, it's so easy for these companies to get those rules changes out to us yep. in a much more streamlined fashion, quickly, you know, and efficiently. Uh, so we're able to get living rule set games. Though I will say, Pagani did state that the uh, errata is not something that they're wanting to be doing like every six months or 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 however. Like it, an errata is going to be like a last ditch effort kind of thing for them. Um, obviously he said if there are glaring rules issues, they'll obviously change things, but doing a full blown errata is not something they're wanting to do constantly. Right. Which, which to me makes sense, right? Like, um, you know, you don't, you don't want that happening all the time. Um, you know, design it well the first time and you don't necessarily have to do it. Right. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, if, if they do it right off the bat, then it's not a problem in the long run. Yep. So yeah, it might, so. It, it'll probably work out <clears throat> a bit better. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, it's good to know. I'm, I'm glad they're putting out new cards because that's always been a sticking point for you and I with the game as well, too. Um, when there's yeah, and, updates. And, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're the, the uh, fantasy flight argument of, well, it's, it's rough. It's, it's harder for new players was such BS because obviously if you're making those changes you've, and, and points balances, you've discovered that. Um, you know, you discovered that there it's less than optimal play. So why do you want new players struggling through a less than opt- optimal play? Experience? Right. I yeah, mean, and they're like the, the you whole know, what, like, what good the, would it be for somebody to to start playing World of Warcraft right now and and make them only have access to to you know Azeroth? Right. You know, yeah. or, like you can only run around Stormwind. Yeah, and the whole argument, or the, the not the argument, but the the decision point of having well, these are what the points and rules used to be on this card, and now these are the updated competitive points. So just pick how you want to play. Like, why have two different versions of the game and confuse people? Right. That that to me is more confusing than going, oh, this card that's in this box is old because I can buy this right. card deck or print this up online, and that gives me the information that I, I need. Um, yeah. 
And, uh, I, and I'm hoping with AMG, we'll see more of the going away from uh, Fantasy Flight's, you know, mantra of let's let's put all these tokens here. Even though, like, I know with Atomic Mass Games, with, with Marvel Crisis Protocol, they're not proving that they're doing that because to get certain mission cards, I still got to go buy Star-Lord. Um, so, well, they said know. they're they're changing that, right? Uh, the, I, again, we don't know when. Like, right. they, they got plans, but we don't know when. I got plans so. too, but you know. Exactly. I, I you know <laughs> I got beachfront property in Arizona that I can sell you as well. I'll just give it five years. Right. <laughs> that's that's sad. <laughs> yeah, not really joking. Um, I know that's why it's sad. I know. I know. All right. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So all right. So moving on from those, what what else did they uh, they talk about? Because I think we. I think we're going to have a difference of opinion here, too. Yes, I, we will have a difference of opinion here. So the next thing that's coming out, uh, I like, spoiler alert, uh, Battle Forces. So Battle Forces are going to be a way that they are introducing new starter packs, essentially, into Legion. Uh, this is going to allow new people to have a much smaller entry level into the game, which I think is brilliant. Um so the thing that comes with it, though, is that it will be a different way for you to have an army creation, essentially. You will be able to build themed armies with completely different uh, force organization charts. So Shadow Collective will be the very first of these coming out. Uh, the example that they gave in terms of this is that Maul does not have a faction icon of any type on his card at all because he can only be taken as part of the battle force. Um, so the only way you can play Maul is in a faction syndicate battle force. Uh, so that's going to be ki- the kind of things that you're going to run into. Uh, you'll also see uh, Imperial and Rebel battle forces coming out for the Battle of Hoth. You'll have Echo Base Defenders versus Blizzard Force. And then for the Clone Wars, you will have the 501st, versus the droid invasion force so those are the initial planned battle forces that are coming out um and these battle forces will also come with unique command cards that can only be played in these battle forces for these uh for these armies so i think this is really cool i think this is a really interesting way of bringing themed lists into a game that's already amazingly thematic so this is just like to me the next level i am super excited for this so counter counterpoint no, I there's a lot that I that I agree with, right? Like I think it's a great way for new people to get in. I think it's a great way for um you know, it it does mix things up. Um just my my biggest issue is that I've done theme lists before and they're always wonky and created more issues than than they uh solved in my opinion. Yeah, so see, I, 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 I liked them in War in War Machine Mark. Yeah, too. I, I know, loved them. but and and I know I know you're gonna love Star Wars Machine, but you know uh, that's that's kind of how <laughs> hey, how it's I'm going. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here I, for it. I know, I know you are. I know you are. It's just, it's just you know, with the same developers and and seeing a lot of those same things, it's kind of it's a little bit off putting. Um, you know, it's it. I, I feel like it's like okay, guys, you, <clears throat> you did it with one game. And you know, try and try and do something new. Um, I mean, I, I understand the philosophy of it, right? It's it's no different than what they were trying to do with with Warma Hordes, right? Um, you know, but 
And again, I, I, I think the group that we've got now, I mean, a lot of the people that are at Atomic Mass are old, you know, War Machine people. Uh, a lot of them. Um, you know, Pagani was in the competitive arena for years with War Machine before he became a game developer and started working with these guys. You know, Schick, obviously, that's what he did. He, he That's where he got his start in, is at Privateer Press. Um, yep. All these guys, the Touch Mark II, I think made Touch Mark II the best version of War Machine out there. I will say that hands down, that it is still to this day the best version of War Machine. Um, so I, I have faith, and I, I trust with what they're doing. I'm excited for it. I think it's I think it's a cool idea, and again, it's, a, it's another great way just to make a, a really thematic game even more thematic, and um, I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. I, I get it. I totally get it. I understand it. Uh, I just, I don't know that I love it. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe they, they've learned things and it'll work out better, but I don't, I don't know. I just don't love well, hopefully, the Hopefully, hopefully they'll come out and we'll be, play a few <clears throat> games and we'll be able to change your mind. Hope so. Um, that would be nice. I mean, you know, it's not hard to get me out for Star Wars games and there's definitely more things that I love about what they're doing than oh, I dislike about what they're doing. Like, I think there's definitely... You know, a lot of units that needed those changes and to be amped up a little bit. Um, yep. So, you know, that's that's worth it to me. And if it brings in new players, that's great because, you know, obviously um, part of the, the board game versus miniature philosophy there is, you know, board games, you get everything in one pack and miniatures gamers aren't necessarily thrilled about having to take the time to split a starter. Right. I agree with that. So Although I, now I'm kind of wishing that I hadn't split my uh, Clone Wars starter. Well, then you can you know where you can start. I know I hate that I hate them wanting to play droids. Womp womp. Damn damn you, Filoni. I mean, I knew I don't understand why you didn't think you would. I don't like the B ones. They're dumb. Uh, okay, so there you go. Well, but as I've gotten as I've gotten older and watch watching Clone Wars with my kids, like now I actually find B ones funny, and like now I want to play them. Right, it's that it's that different perspective, right? You, you start right. kind of seeing that, um, which is is always fun when you when you kind of go, oh, I get it now. They weren't for me before. Oh, exactly. I mean, now, I always now I under, now I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. So, so the next section that they went into before we derail even further, uh, organized play. Uh, so they, they had a, some, some things about this. They are still very committed to organized play, but obviously COVID is still a thing. Um, they are doing the same thing with Star Wars Legion that they're doing with X-Wing. So any canceled organized play events that they have that you have already paid for, you've bought into, they will be honored at the next year. So if you went had stuff for Gen Con and you were paid and you're ready to go and Gen Con got canceled, you are now being honored in the next year's Gen Con. So you can go. You don't have to buy again. You don't have to pay again. You don't have to worry about being refunded. Everything just carries over and it will be honored next year. So this is the same thing for X-Wing goes for Legion, so which is great. Because um, who knows when things will be canceled. Um, they are fully planning to support Adepticon because as Adepticon stands right now, it is still a go. Uh, so they will still be going to Adepticon. Uh, and with that, they're also putting out two new organized play kits for 2022. I think these are great. Uh, so the first one's called Natural Resources. And... It is a essentially you a game where you have to go and collect resources, 
but you have a roaming NPC <laughs> that terrorizes the field and can completely mess with how how you're going and collecting those resources. So I I thought that was fantastic and a completely different way to play Legion. Yeah, yeah, abs- absolutely. I think that's I think that's great. I really like that type of stuff. Um, and you know, going back to this being Star Wars machine, uh, that's actually one of the things I always really loved about what those guys were doing with Mark II War Machine was, you know, everybody everybody played the uh, you know competitive reps, but their their uh, narrative their campaign narrative stuff that they so put out fun. were amazing. Right, yeah, like, like I remember, they're... I remember playing one with, uh, uh, I don't know. You had to, you, you know, you had to hold these positions, but every turn, the one of the dragons would fly over and just unleash, you know, flames down upon you and just wreck havoc with the with the game. I mean, it was really cool stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited to see that kind of stuff come come back up and 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 get in there. Like that's that's definitely a positive that I. I love that is going to be kind of these guys are going to be bringing. And I mean, we've already seen that too in, in uh, uh, what's the other game? Crisis protocol. Thank you. Yes. That one. Um, you know, so we've seen some of that, that good narrative campaign that they can do mm-hmm. with, with the Marvel stuff. Yep. Yep. Agree. So the, the next organized play kit that they're putting out is called the dynamic exit. And this is specifically only for the skirmish format of the game. Uh, and it's a heist. So it, I, I don't, they didn't go into a lot of details about it, but it is, it's going to be a heist. So, um, and I think that's real cool. Uh, playing on the solo vibes with the heist that the, from that movie. Um, I'm excited for it to see what it's going to be. Uh, so that one, that one's going to be the next, uh, kit that they're going to be do all the um, and also the, all the little goodies that come with it, like the punch outs and everything else like that for these organized play kits. They're all for you to keep when you uh, buy them. So you can continue playing all these organized plays all the time with your friends later down great. in the future. And it gives you, it gives you incentive to play, right? Because then you get exactly to, you keep doing it. Yep. So, and then they also mentioned Vader down because they mentioned Vader down last year in last year's mini extravaganza. They said they're still working on it. Uh, so this is, I know, I know for me and one of our friends, Bab, this is, and I, even you, Paul, I think we're all hyped for this format as well, too, because that comic, uh, line was just fantastic. Yep. It was good stuff. I'm, I'm very excited to see what they do with that. Sorry about that. My stupid dog was, uh, getting into the shredding pile, (laughs) which I mean, like on one level, it's like, thanks for the help. But on the other level, it's like, please don't eat the plastic in windows on the, on the, junk mail yeah so next so the next segment that they did uh was basically all their future stuff the this is stuff that they're talking 18 24 months out uh these will all be pure atomic mass games developed rules models everything fantasy flight will have no input on these because apparently the syndicate was kind of a hybrid uh it was as fantasy flight was coming out and atomic mass games are coming in so there was you got a mixture of both of the the development teams there so the next few things we talk about are pure atomic mass games um so obviously feeding off of current star wars frenzy we're getting mandalorian stuff Um, i mean was there ever any doubt there was never anything in a doubt so they they specifically confirmed mando of course groku uh, and Moff Gideon is who they confirmed. I obviously think we'll get a ton of, you know, we'll get uh, 
uh, what's it, uh, why can't I remember his name right now? Apollo Creed's character. I can't oh, remember. Grief Kaga. Grief. Gr- yeah, grief. we'll get yeah. Uh, grief, and we'll get you know all the other different characters. Maybe we'll see some new units. One thing that they showed was swoop bikes. Uh, these models look fantastic. Yeah, that's really cool. I love them. Um, and they've got different head options for them. There's different weapon loadouts. Uh, the cool thing that they talked about is one of the sculpts is specifically sculpted off of original concept art from episode one from the Phantom Menace. Uh, so that was really cool. And then they showed us another, uh, render of, a of another model coming. Paul, do you want to, want to do the, uh, do have the honors for this one? Uh, Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do it since he's a, uh. He's a uh, going to be in the rebel side of things because rebels are awesome, but that's going to be uh, super epic, awesome Boba Fett. Yep, we're getting old man Boba Fett with I know, which is the greatest thing ever, I think, uh, because Gaffy he was stick awesome. It all. And and I'm just glad that there's going to be a a Boba Fett for me. Yeah, um, and I don't have to worry about you know going to the dark side. I guess no. Yeah, I guess I guess that's actually like a relevant statement in this scheme, um, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, not just hyperbole. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's 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 it, right? Like that's that's pretty cool because now, you know, there's a there's a Boba Fett for me, a Boba Fett for you, um, and that and I mean, let's face it, Mandalorian is a great section of the world, mm-hmm. and um, what this what this actually tells us is that most likely um, beyond this 18 to 24 months out, uh, probably once they're developed a little bit more via episodes uh, that we'll probably see some bad batch and um, get like crosshairs in the, uh, Oh, where would he go? He's technically they're They're technically he'd be empire. Wouldn't he? So there is a thing where you could go into with this whole, this new mechanic of slotting characters into di- like, he can be Empire. He can be Republic. He can be mercenaries. Yep. Yep. I mean, it makes it makes sense that he would be able to be, you know, and, and I mean, there was no reason for them to not do that because there's so many characters that do change allegiances throughout the movies right. and shows. I mean, Boba Fett, prime example. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's it's it, it makes sense that, you know, instead of, um, you know, getting stuck releasing a model for each of, you know, for each thing. I mean, you just release crosshairs as an individual model and be like empire and, and Republic. And then you just, you know, you want to play them as Republic. You grab the bad batch as well. Yeah. I mean, I can go, you know, rebels slash Republic. Yeah. I mean, the way that Disney's doing things with, with, with star Wars and the arrows that they're looking at with doing with their current show lineups and everything else and the way the fantasy flights talk like the, so the syndicate stuff is very episode or season seven clone wars um right. you know pagani and Shik talked a lot about well this you know this happened in season seven this happened in season seven like with you know ahsoka and maul fighting and like a lot of that stuff so like they're definitely we're definitely probably going to see a lot more season seven stuff coming so bad batch is definitely one of those ideas but again they go in continue into this mandalorian post you know post republic or post civil war era right uh, Right. that is really starting to open up right and that that i mean and that also gives you the opportunity you know talking about having characters being able to slot into different factions i mean look at bo katan right she can be I mean, she can she can be um you know 
Black Sun. She can be uh, Death Republic. Watch. She can be Rebels, right? So there's so many places to slot her in. Oh, no, and like for her, it, like what would be the point in having multiple models of her? Because, I mean, let's face it, regardless of which, which show she's in or movie she's in, I guess she's not in movies, but whatever show she's in, she's in the same outfit. So why would you have two models for that? Just because there's, uh, you know, uh, a situation where, it, you know, it, it makes sense to me to do it that way, to just have the one model and just give you a bunch of cards. Yep, I agree. So, I, so think that, I think that's definitely like a great way, a great design uh, technique and, and method for them to, to move forward with. I agree. So on the tales of cool things for the Republic, or in my opinion, not so cool things for the Republic, uh, they did confirm murder teddy bears for the Return of the Jedi 20th anniversary in 2023. 20th anniversary. Man, what year are you living in? Is it 40th? <laughs> Have I done my math wrong? Have uh, I that yeah, old? Because, cause, oh my cause god, that I'm that old. Been, 20 years would have been 2003, man. Dude, in my, in my brain, I'm still like 20, okay? I know, <laughs> I know. That's why, that's, why I, that's why I brought it up kindly. Because um, <sighs> yes. it's, it's, I still think 20 years ago was 1969, so. Right, exactly. I think 20 years ago was 1980. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, anyways, the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, you're getting murder teddy bears, and hopefully they won't be able to blink because that's the most creepy thing ever. Well, that's why he fixed it. No, no. I think them bleaking is creepy. I oh. want soulless staring teddy bears because then they're actually evil. <laughs> okay. I, I, I got you. I understand. They are pretty, <laughs> they are pretty evil. They do eat people. Yeah. So, um, I, hate, I hate Ewoks. Uh, so I know, um, but that's cool. I know there's a lot of people that are, are really looking forward to Ewok, so I'm happy people are getting them. I'm super I stoked. Hate, like I'm I know gonna, you are. Yeah, yeah. Every single time we play them, I'm gonna bring max amount of units. I don't yeah, care I how know. many times you wipe them. Well, if I guess if you start wiping them off the table too frequently, then I'm playing into your your desire to destroy them. But yeah, we we need to play like a recursion style game where I can just continuously kill murder teddy bears like over and over and over again. I'm well, okay what'll end that. up happening is they'll just have a massive feast of stormtroopers because <laughs> they're cannibals, right? They're not cannibals because they're eating humans. I know, but that's the joke. I, I know, know, I know. They are they are human flesh eaters, but not cannibals. So, so um, but you know, you know what that also means? That also means that we'll probably have a, a wicket as a character. Yeah. Which I and absolutely love. I'm okay with that because I love Work Davis. He is one of my favorite human beings. Yeah, he's he's awesome, and I mean Wicked's awesome. So it'll be it'll be nice to have him in in the game. I think that's really cool. I'm pretty and stoked he about will that. officially cross platforms to pretty much every Star Wars medium out there at this point in time. I mean him him and Anthony Daniels, right? Like, yeah, because C3PO's in in the game as well. So th- if we get Ewoks, I really hope we get like. God C3PO in the chair. Oh my god, that, that would be, be <gasps> that would be hilarious. Oh, I love that. That would be <laughs> right? great. Like but, he's got a like a one use ability to inspire the troops and he starts floating off the ground, but you have to have Luke in the army to make it work. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty awesome. I I, like I can it. totally get behind that. I like it. Yep. Yep. So, I fully support this. That was a great call. <laughs> um you want that instead of zero now, right? Or do you still uh, want zero? I still really, I still really want zero. Um, 
because he's amazing. All right, I'll I'll allow it. But yeah, but yeah, I'll definitely take uh, Godhead three PO for sure. <laughs> like that so. just that's just awesome in my book. Anyway, um, yeah, so but yeah, so did we do we do we mention the little the little green guy? I don't think we the did. Little, the little green guy. The little, the little green guy. guy. I don't think we talked about the little green guy, even though we talked about Mando and and uh, Moff Gideon I mean, yeah, and Grief, but we didn't. You no, know, I said mention. I said Grogu. I said did you Grogu's say Grogu? Coming. Okay, I, I wonder how they're going to do. Do you think he'll be like? Do you think it'll be like a him and IG eleven, or do you think it'll just be like him and Mando in a pack? Or I be... I would love I would love to see IG eleven with a papoose with Groku inside of it as an actual model that would be amazing yeah see that would be cool but I, I also feel like him in the little uh pram I think would be pretty I cool think it's too. gonna be the egg I think he's gonna be in the floating egg yeah, um in the you know, pram. Yep. Have a, yeah he'll have a, like a flight stand with him and I think it'll be like an operative character to go with Mando as like a commander model it'll unless yeah it'll, it'll all, probably be like all... like k2 and uh Cassian kind of right set. Yeah, like you could bring just Mando, or you could bring them both. Right, like like three PO in R two, yeah, Cassian right. and K two, yeah. Yep. I, I think that it'll be. I think he's going to be in the in the egg with Mando as a unit together. Yep, I think I think that makes the most sense. I would I would love one day to have an IG eleven wearing him model. That would be. I, if not, I will I will try to figure out how to use putty and I will sculpt one. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a. Uh, 3D nice print wood. model of that out there. Yeah, I'm sure there's an STL file for it somewhere. Probably. So, so the the best news. Oh, there's the there's ent- there's more. There's more. There's more. We got teased right as Schick is about to end the stream. This dude goes drops the best news out of all of it. What I've been waiting for for Republic for forever. Ahsoka Tano confirmed. Yep. Coming to the game. I'm so excited. Yep, that's super <gasps> exciting. It's going to be interesting to see. And I mean, she's another one, right? That you can release that one that one model and you have multiple places for her to slot in, right? I mean, like, she, could, she could fit anywhere. She could fit Republic. She could fit Rebels. She can, you know. So she now, could now fi- here, here's one thing that I will argue as far as Rebels go is that you're going to need a very different looking model. Yes, you. there will have to be two different versions of the model for But her. each you, one can so, fit in so many places, right? Like correct. you can you can absolutely have um, multiple battle forces that can have her, right? Like you can right. have you can have older older Ahsoka can be in she really could be a mercenary if you wanted her to be. She could be a mercenary, but the place where I see her would be as an operative in the rebels. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's where a hundred percent I see her. I, I mean I see her an operative in both. I see her as an operative in uh, in in Clone Wars and in, in the Republic Army, but again, you could have her as a commander because that was her title. She was a commander. Yeah, I, yeah. I always felt like she was kind of operating on her own, though. As far in in Rebels, right? She um, was, but be, I mean, there are like in her, like in the later seasons of Clone Wars when she's you know a bit older. They've advanced the story a little bit more. Her outfit changed. She yes, yes, a, a absolutely. I think I think Republic wise, absolutely. I think she would be a commander, one hundred percent. I'm just saying yeah. in in Rebels in the Rebels time period, I feel like you would have her be an operative, right? Like she's working with the Rebels, but she's kind of on her own. Yeah. No, I agree. So I, I agree. Think, I mean, I, I don't. I don't see, see her, her being. I don't see them doing a commander. 
model for her for Republic. I, I do see her as an operative. It just to be like, you know, Master Padawan kind of tie in with her and Anakin. Though yeah, I would love I, to see some like command cards come out that will work for both of them. Oh, I'm like, I, if they if they don't, they would be silly because that's, yeah. that's absolutely um, you know, there has to be some type of synergy. I mean, you could make the cards so this way there are, you know, certain certain benefits for her to, you know, like Chewbacca, right? He benefits from from Luke and Leia. She should right. absolutely be able to benefit from um, having having Anakin around and being able to do well, and special even, things. But together. even Anakin, but even even Anakin, like having a special rule on Ahsoka's card that like if uh, if Ahsoka's taken with Anakin, you know, his uh, influence card that you hand over to your opponent uh, is no longer in play because Ahsoka's able to like calm Anakin down, right? Yeah, like. Is because she had that level of influence on him as they grew as master and Padawan. So like, like have her have a special role that does something like that would be really cool. Like it completely can change how Anakin plays because now you don't have to worry about your opponent going, nope, Anakin's just not going to do that. Right. Yep. Yep. You're right. I think that's, I think that's pretty cool. It gives a lot, a lot of new and interesting ways to, to, you know, have him out there. Right, like, yeah, and, and, and cool. as you said, we're now looking at people that are miniature games designers. They're going to look at stuff like that, whereas Fantasy Flight may have not done that as a board game developer. Yep, yep, yep. And I mean, it's nothing like necessarily against them, right? Like, right? That's, no, that's I think they, I think they did a fantastic job with Legion. To like, I love it. I, I to this day, as a core, I have been saying this since the day fan, the Legion came out. It is the best mass battle game on the market, in my personal opinion. Uh, it's thematic. The rules are very well done. Uh, it can be quick to play. Uh, you know, there's because there's not a lot of models on it. I love the fog of war mechanic. Like, the, I think they did such a fantastic job with the game. You know, as as now as it grows, putting in the hands of a, a miniature game co- uh, designers. You know, because the game has gotten so popular, the game has gotten you know such a good base. Now they can grow it even further by putting in the people that this is their core competency. Right. Yep. Yep. It's good. I think it's a. I think it's a very good thing uh, for the game, no matter what. Right. Yep. Even if, even if I don't love all this stuff, which you know, obviously who does? Um, you but know. the nice thing is, is that you you can see the benefits of, as we've talked throughout this episode. You can see the benefits of doing the Battle Force style. Oh, absolutely. I. I mean, I. I totally understand it. I. I do. I totally get it. I just. Like I said, I just didn't love it when it was a, uh, you know, a war machine thing either. So, but right. you know, that's just that's just me. There's nothing wrong with liking what you like and you know doing how you do. That's fine. I'm not going to judge yep. you. You know. So that that was that was that was the stream. Um, yeah. So that was that was the big main talking points for the episode. So uh, you know, Paul, final thoughts. What are you thinking thinking about Legion? I'm 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 excited. I'm very excited. They I mean they've solved one of my two major issues with how uh Final Fantasy Flight was handling it. Um <laughs> you know, which is which is exciting. So I'm glad to see that there are going to be, you know, physical cards for for updates. Um yep. makes me super happy and uh it's it's nice to see you know, uh people who know wargaming uh, kind of at the uh, forefront of it. Yep, I think that's a. I, I think that's a really good thing. 
I think it's just yeah. it's just really good for the for the game. How about you? Final thoughts? I'm 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 excited for um, Legion Machine. Uh, I I really am. I'm here for it. Uh, I everything I've seen, I like. I like the new models. Uh, like the rules that they've shown us. Uh, I'm really looking forward to picking up Crime Syndicate. I didn't. It was not something I wanted before. And seeing the new models, those pikes, the Black Sun models. I mean, Chef's Kiss. They're, like they're just they're gorgeous models. They did a fantastic job with them. So I, I will be picking them up. Um, so I'm excited. That's exciting. Yeah. No. I'm. 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 I'm very excited with what they did, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how all this pans out and and how it ends up uh, working. So it's cool. it's exciting. It's exciting. Awesome. Cool. Uh, so thank you for our patrons. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, it's it's been tough for us this year. Um, so really appreciate you guys sticking around. Uh, thank you to Static as a City for the awesome intro and outro music that you hear here on the show. And you know, find us on the uh, on the social medias. Uh, three Minute War Game, the number three, not the not spelled out. So uh, appreciate everybody. Thank you. Bye.